What's up, Hawks fans? Welcome to another episode of Sweater Weather, a Chicago Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Luke. Joined once again by Abe. How's it going, buddy? Going good. 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 All right, so um, <clears throat> today is Saturday, November 30th. We're going to talk about uh, some stuff that's happened in the world of Blackhawks hockey over the past week. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, first thing I got on my list here is uh, Tyler Secura was made the new captain of the Ice Hogs after uh, Chris Versteeg announced uh, that he would be leaving the team. Um, I haven't really paid much attention to Tyler Secura up to this point, uh, so I can't really comment on this too much, but, uh, you know, good for him. I'm going to say it's a good step for him. Yeah. Being made captain of the team. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, Patrick Kane on... Was yesterday, Friday, uh, Black Friday, playing against the Colorado Avalanche, extended his point streak to 14 games. Um, do you recall what his his top two streaks were? Were they 27 and 23 games? Um, 26 and 20. Okay, yeah. So he's got a. I think that cat got his head stuck in the chair. Or no. He's scratching himself. <laughs> All right, well, as long as he good. Yep, he good. Um, yeah, so he's got a shot at uh, maybe adding another streak to that list. Because uh, he currently has the first and second longest point streaks by American players. Yeah, I I think he'll... I think he has a good chance of extending his point streak tonight because it seems like he's been perform, performing a lot better at home, too, so... yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the Hawks are in Colorado tonight. Oh, are they? And, oh, yeah. shit. And, uh, oh, I caught myself. Um, oh, that's right. They were they were home yesterday. And yeah. And they're in Colorado tonight. Yeah, the, uh, the Hawks... Excuse me, the Hawks. The, um, uh, the Avs, they, they spanked us yesterday, 5-2. Uh, um, it, uh, it was rough. We, we actually... Uh, we... I'm sorry, the, the cat, he's scratching himself. And when he does it, he, like, licks his lips. It's it's really cute. I wish you could see it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, the Avs beat us 5-2. to two, uh, Is a crazy game because we actually led in shots on goal and uh, shot attempts and a lot of the advanced stats that should say that we probably should have won the game. But uh, we did not. Yeah, I think at one point you sent me a picture, a screenshot of the shots in favor of the Hawks and the Avs, and it was like... 26 to 13 Hawks, mm-hmm. but the Avs were up 5 to 1. Like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They they looked more like, um, uh, you know, they, they had that stretch of like like seven games or something where they they went, what, like 6 1 and 1 or something, and they, um, they, they were getting outshot and outchanced, but they were still winning most of those games because they were finishing really well. Uh, they were not looking like that. They were looking more like those games earlier in the season against like Washington and Vegas, where we did have the advantage in shots and shot attempts and high danger chances, but we're still losing by like one goal. Except obviously this was not a one goal loss. This was a much worse loss than that. Um, uh, but the two games prior to that, I'm going to move these around a little bit because I'm talking about things out of order. Um, but the, the two games before that, the two games against Dallas, the Hawks took three out of four possible points in the standings, which is uh, 
pretty good up to that point. I think if the Hawks can pull a win out tonight in Colorado, that would put us back on track because uh, we're we're kind of in the midst of this this really big five game stretch against all divisional teams. Um, and if we walked away with, uh, let's see, so three eight out of ten points probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If we walked away with like, if we won tonight, and then we seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. If we won tonight, and then we let's say we lost in overtime to the Blues on Monday. Um, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six out of ten points. That's that's not bad. I, we probably want to. Probably want to win tonight and on Monday. Yeah. Well, we want to win every game, but uh, 7 out of 10, I think, would be a, a successful stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then uh, uh, Leonard, Robin Leonard, he, he saw some articles, I guess, uh, by the media uh, criticizing his, uh, his shootout stats. Uh, maybe not so much criticizing, but pointing out that um, in spite of his incredible save percentage, uh, he's he's not one of the better goalies in the league uh, at uh, shootout save percentage. Um, and I think he might have taken it a little personally because he uh, uh, I forget what day it was, but he he took to Twitter and he asked people. He said, "Is anyone in the media?" want to give me advice on uh, how to uh, get better at shootouts because, you know, my goalie coaches my whole life have not been able to teach me. And uh, how do you feel about that whole episode? I think it's pretty funny. Because I, so his shootout loss was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the whole media thing was on Sunday because they had the two off days before they played him again on um Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Sunday. I, I, I just think it's hilarious because he's kind of just joking, like, messing around with the media for calling him out on it. But at the yeah. same time, he's also like, I'm joking, but I'm also kind of serious. If you have any tips for me, like, throw it my way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I agree. It was It was amusing. It was entertaining. Um, if I'm being perfectly honest, he maybe took it a little more seriously than he should have. Um, you know, as a, as a professional athlete, you should be prepared to receive criticism. Um, uh, and I, I don't even know that that's necessarily what this is. I think it's the, this is the, like the one small, my cat is really trying to distract us right now. Um, he's chasing a sale. He's, <laughs> he's doing it very loudly too. Um, uh, the the shootouts thing is it's like a the one small hole in his holy crap the yeah you, you can't see it but my cat he's he's jumping on the back of the chair and almost tipped the whole chair over and Abe just saved his life it's, yeah yeah that's a good idea chair time over yep <laughs> uh we had a professional studio or something to do this in. Um, yeah, I think he might have taken the whole situation a little too seriously, but 
At the same time, it's also kind of, I think it's refreshing to see an athlete like him, who, especially in the world of hockey, where it's very, uh, it's very collectivist, it's very, you know, don't stand out, don't speak your mind, don't be unique or interesting. You know, he's, he's the opposite of that. He, uh, he says what he thinks and uh, he, he backs it up by being a really great athlete on top of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's one of the things you can appreciate about it. Like he's he's giving personality to a sport that could use a little bit more of it. Agreed. Yeah, because uh, part of the reason the NBA is so popular is because they have some very vocal players. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And uh, the NFL too. Uh, so with that said, we're going to take a quick break. Here's a word from our sponsor. Welcome back, everybody. Um, <clears throat> so, the uh, the Blackhawks are kind of uh, in the the midst of uh, an injury bug right now. Um, earlier this week, we found out that uh, Dylan Strom was placed in concussion protocol. We're not entirely sure when it happened, and I'm not even sure if he's certain when it happened. But uh, it was it was like the day after a game, and he he attended morning skate, and afterwards he didn't feel right, and he let the coaches know, and they put him in concussion protocol. So he did not play uh, yesterday's game against the Colorado Avalanche in Chicago. Um, I don't know how long he's going to be out. I don't even know if he flew to Colorado with the team for tonight's game I'm guessing he did not yeah probably not especially if it's concussion protocol they they want him staying home they don't want him traveling so yeah yeah so uh the Hawks are gonna miss their second line center uh even though like 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 I said earlier they they did outshoot and outchance the avalanche yesterday so yeah I don't know um and Kirby Kirby Doc obviously if you guys didn't know, played centered that second line of Kane and Debrinket, so... Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't get to watch that game as intently as, uh... Stop licking the Instant Pot. Um, I'm talking to the dog, not to Abe. That'd be weird if Abe did that. Um, uh, yeah, quiet. Talking to the dog again. Um... Yeah, I, I didn't really get to watch much of the game, so I can't really comment too much on how uh, Kirby Doc performs in that second-line center role, but I'm glad that he's getting minutes playing center because up to this point, he was playing a lot of wing. and uh, On the line with all centers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the line with all centers. Uh, playing, you know, like 8 to 12 minutes a night. It, I really, I'd, I'd like to see him, you know, get more ice time and you know, get to play in all kinds of situations and just, you know, develop. <clears throat> uh, I'm to try to see real quick if I can pull up how he did yesterday. Okay. <coughs> uh, yeah, and then on top of Dylan Strom, uh, Duncan Keith played about half the game yesterday. Uh, he left, uh, his last shift was about halfway through the second period. Uh, he did not return for the third period. Uh, we found out uh, via the Blackhawks Twitter account that he had tweaked his groin. Um, he did not travel to Colorado, and uh, as of right now, he's not been placed on injured reserve, so we don't really have a timeline for his return. Uh, but 
uh, you know, we don't really have a lot of defensive depth. And when we lose one of our, like, only good defensemen, it's, you know, it's not great news. Uh, if if Murphy gets hurt, then we're really in trouble. Yeah. Why couldn't it have been Seabrook? <laughs> well, I mean, now, now he's going to have to step it up because mm-hmm. who knows how long Keith will be out for. And then um, just to go back real quick, I looked it up. Um, mm-hmm. Doc had 16 minutes yesterday of ice time. That's and he was a minus one. That might be a season high for him. I think so. That's. I think he's starting to see more minutes because that looked at, he, um, against the second game against Dallas, he had fifteen minutes of ice time. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think he's starting to get a little bit more ice time. Yeah, I I hope Strom isn't out for too long. But if they give that second line center spot to Doc, at least for the time being, I think that would be, that'd be good. That'd be good for him. Yeah, good for his development, especially yeah. playing with Kane. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and then it's uh, kind of a light week. I only got one more thing here. Um, Matthew Highmore was assigned to Rockford, and then Ian McCoshin has been recalled from Rockford, uh, most likely to... Uh, so uh, McCoshin, I think, is a defenseman. Uh, Highmore's a forward. I'm guessing they... They needed another defenseman to possibly fill in for Duncan Keith. Yeah, and especially with um, Highmore was called up because of the Strom move, so mm-hmm. that makes uh, sense. Uh, and Ian McCoshin, you may or not recall, was the the other player in that Alexi Sorella trade that we made with Carolina recently. Or no, it wasn't Carolina. Who was it? It was Florida, I think. We sent him to Florida. Okay. We got Sorella from Carolina. Uh he he had a reputation he had a bit of a reputation because he was playing in the AHL and he thought that he deserved to be in the NHL so we he he came in as part of the i think it was part of the Calvin DeHaan trade um so we got him and then he kind of did the same thing again he wasn't happy about playing in the AHL so we flipped him over to Florida for uh Ian McCashin so McCashin's going to get some some NHL time Possibly here. And, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, if you know, if, if Sorella really has, you know, a problem with, uh, you know, not wanting to earn his, his, uh, his trip to the NHL, then, you know, he's someone else's problem now. Yeah. Yeah, I would think just keep your mouth shut and prove it on the ice. Yeah. Like, show it on the ice that you want to play at the NHL level instead of mm-hmm. just using your mouth. Yeah. I, but at the same time, I, I hesitate to throw around accusations like, like, oh, I heard secondhand through Twitter via some source, I, I don't know, from some other market that... Like oh he's got a big mouth or something and he doesn't he doesn't want to work for his trip to the NHL and things like that where where like I mentioned earlier this is this sport it's it's very collectivist it's very like keep your head down don't stand out don't make waves uh, and uh, you know certain players have been known to have their careers um, mitigated because the the coach just didn't like them. So I, you know, if 
if we're hearing that his problem is that, you know, he he isn't patient and he isn't putting in the work, then it's very likely that's, you know, the reality. But I also don't want to write off the possibility that, you know, maybe he's another victim of the uh, the more negative aspects of hockey culture. I don't know. I maybe I'm just being too much of a bleeding heart here. But, yeah. Uh, either way, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully things work out for him and uh, for Ian McCashin here in Rockford and Chicago. Uh, that being said, tonight the Blackhawks will play the Avalanche again in the second part of a home and home. Uh, something that Jonathan Taves has said that he hates. He hates home and homes with Colorado because the flights are brutal. Yeah. Uh, the, the flights are brutal and it's, you know, it's, you know, they're playing, they're flying on private chartered flights, but it's still, it's, it's not fun to have to, you know, make that, that four hour flight and then come home, get into bed at, you know, three in the morning and then go and do it again the next day, you know? Oh, yeah, that makes sense, especially because they had to travel immediately after last night. Actually, they had an early game yesterday, so not too bad. But if it's one of those cases where they play at night and then they have to travel and have another game the next day, then, yeah, it's understandable. But three o'clock's not a 3 o'clock game isn't the worst thing. But no. I still get it. I still get it. Yeah. So you, like, ideally, you want, like, one day, like, after traveling just to kind of, like, unwind a bit and mm. just get yourself in yeah. that right mindset again so yeah you probably want game sleep in your own bed travel day and then another game day after that you know at, at the worst mm-hmm. uh, you know it's can't always have it that way but uh uh that's kind of the harsh reality of the nhl schedule yeah uh, so yeah we're playing colorado tonight hopefully we can beat them walk away with two points um I'm not sure if uh, I think they're they're missing Landeskog and Rantanen. Okay. I think one of them's supposed to come back soon. It might be tonight. I'm I'm really not uh, plugged in very well to uh, what's going on in Colorado with their roster. But uh, hopefully we don't get our butts kicked. Um, most you know, likely Leonard's in goal tonight. Yeah, at, most likely. Mm-hmm. And. With the exception of the second Carolina game, I feel like the Hawks have played better on the revenge games that we've lost. Yeah. Like, the shutout against Nashville, that close game we lost against Vegas, the shootout loss we just had to Dallas. Yeah. Like... That's that, a good point. The big win against Nashville got, I think, what, mm-hmm. three or four four goals on Flurry in the second game against Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't solve Kudobin in the first game against Dallas, but they got to him. Yeah. Pretty well in the second game. So mm-hmm. so hopefully today, same thing. Yeah. Like that Carolina game was the out the outlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I obviously we're hoping for a win tonight, but uh you know, we, we uh, like I like I said, we've we we're playing without Keith, we're playing without Strom. Uh it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Uh, hopefully, uh, Leonard can put up a phenomenal performance, and we can beat them two to one or something. <clears throat> uh, 
All right, that's about all we have for this week. We will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.